I am so obsessed with the theme song. I can't even tell you. I think of it all the time, and every once in a while, I just kind of like bop around to it. It's very catchy. Hello and welcome to Two Twins and a Microphone. This is episode 11. I'm Everett Duffy. And I'm Eamon Duffy. And this uh, top topic for the episode, it is traveling with featuring our aunt and uncle. Oh yeah, traveling. I love traveling. Uh, the, in the first segment, we will be, ta- we will be interviewing our um, aunt. And then in the, segment, in the second segment, we're going to be interviewing our uncle. Yeah. Uh, Coco, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, why, yes. Yeah. Hello, two twins and a microphone listeners. My name is Coco, a.k.a. Coco Magogo, a.k.a. Cocotron, a.k.a. Corey Catherine Garland. <laughs> and uh, I am very honored to be your first long-distance guest on TTM. And I didn't know that this would be a test. So thanks for the warning, twins. I appreciate it. Before we start the episode, we will discuss last episode's random thought, which was, why do citrus fruits only grow in tropical places? Ever, why? Because it's hotter there, and I think, I might be wrong, but I learned that some citrus fruits grow in the winter. In California and Florida, it doesn't get that cold in the winter, but in Missouri, like in the Midwestern region, it gets below 20. What do you think, Coco? Uh, so I want to do a clarification here. So actually, citrus fruit grows in temperate climates. So that's different than tropical. So tropical, the tropics, which is like the area between the equator and like the Tropic of Cancer and Capricorn, which are delineations around the globe, essentially. And temperate is a different area. So Spain, parts of Spain are temperate. Malta, Italy, there are various places like San Diego is considered a temperate climate. And all those places, citrus grows there. So you can get all kinds of things like oranges, lemons, limes, mandarins, all that kind of stuff. So that's partly right, not just, just not tropical. Correct. All right, so your first question is, how many states have you been to? <sighs> Wow, that's hard. I have been to a lot of states. And are we counting, like, you've been to an airport in the state, or are we just saying, like, oh, even an airport? Okay. Even if you, like, drove in a state to get to a specific state? To get to a different state? Okay, so it's easier for me to tell you the states that I've never been to because the list is shorter. So I have never been to Alaska, Oregon, Wyoming, Idaho, Montana, North and South Dakota, Vermont, and I've been to every other state. So you've been to every state except eight states? So you've been to 42 states? If I haven't, yeah. If you can give me the number, yeah. That's, that's about right, yeah. Whoa, that's a lot. That's so cool. <laughs> it's pretty okay. awesome, man. How many states have you lived in? I have lived in, let's see, Missouri, Indiana, Rhode Island, 
and the District of Columbia, which technically isn't a state, but it's like, you know, obviously the capital of our country. So I've lived in three states and D.C. So for all of you listening, if you don't know what the District of Columbia is, it's basically just like Washington, D.C. That's why it's D.C., District, and Columbia. So, yes. What national monuments have you been to? What national monuments? Ooh, I've been to a lot. Okay, let's see. I've been to the Washington Monument. So I'll start with the D.C. ones because that's easy because I lived there for some time. So the Mm -hmm. Lincoln Memorial, the Jefferson Memorial, the Washington Monument. um, Let's see. The FDR Monument, the MLK Monument. Uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, he was the president of the United States during the Depression and World War II, most of World War II. Um, MLK, you know who that is, Martin Luther King. Um, Let's see. Other national monuments. I think the Capitol building actually is considered a national monument. Is the White House? The White House is probably also considered a national monument in a way. I don't know. Like, so like there's like the National Park Service and stuff and they have like criteria for different things. And I don't know exactly. But yeah, I've been, so I've been to much in DC and then I don't know if you consider national parks are a little bit different. So that's a different ball of wax. But if you're talking about like the Mayans in DC that are all like made out of marble. Yeah, they're mostly in D.C. Have you ever been to the Twin Towers Monument? Yeah, I actually have. And I, I've, I've been to the Twin Towers before they fell. You were there? I was. Whoa. And there's, I actually have a crazy picture of me a few months before September 11, 2001, um, where you can see the Twin Towers in the background. I'm standing at the Empire State Building. I'm up in the Empire State Building looking down towards it. It's crazy. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay, next question. How many countries have you been to? Okay, will you count for me and I'll list them? Yep. All right. Um, Canada, Mexico, yeah. the Bahamas. England, Ireland, Portugal, Spain, France, Belgium, the Netherlands, Germany, Italy, Austria, Poland, the Czech Republic, Greece, Turkey, Switzerland, Malta. Hold on, I'm still thinking. Hold on. Oh, New Zealand. Uh, Hold on a second. Still thinking, still thinking. United States? Well, I live in the United States. Yeah, so we can count that as 21. Sure. I'm trying to think if there's any other country that I've been to that I'm missing. No. uh -uh. Yeah, there are different parts of the world that I need to get to. Like, I've never been anywhere on the African continent. You've never been to like Japan or China, have you? No, I've never been to what people consider the Far East. Never been there. Uh, I've never been to 
anywhere in South America, which is really lame. But there's so many places to go that I want to go to. What do you say is the most interesting place you've ever been to? Wow, that's really difficult. Um, so, most interesting? I think that would be a tie between two different places. Istanbul, Turkey, or Malta. And why I say that is that, so Istanbul is the only city in the world that is in two different continents. So it's in both Europe and Asia. And it has a crazy history. And it's beautiful. And the food's great. It's just really an awesome place. Like I went to this place called the cistern and it is this underground water storage place that was built by the Romans, like, you know, like the Roman empire, Julius Caesar, et cetera. It was so, so cool. And it's also this place where at different times, all of the three major monotheistic religions have had a stronghold. So there's, um, places, there's a place called the Agia Sophia, which was a Christian church, a Jewish temple, and an Islamic mosque. So it's, it's just really cool and interesting. So Malta's super cool, and I obviously love it, because that's where I went on my honeymoon with John Hirsch. And it's also really interesting because Malta is a island country that's in the middle of the Mediterranean. And the weather is literally affected by winds in Africa going across the desert and then picking up moisture from the Mediterranean. And it's just totally insane. Does it get a lot of hurricanes? No. You don't really get those types of storms in the Mediterranean. But it does, it's very dry. It's a strange place where, like, people have always kind of inhabited Malta. And there were, there's ruins there that are older than Stonehenge. You know what that is in England? That huge monument, right? There are ruins that are super old because it's been this place where it's, like, basically like a rock in the middle of the Mediterranean where people would just be like, oh, this is a good place to stop and hang out. And so it's I mean, been the yeah, place where it's, it's, yeah, it is, but it's crazy because it's like, there literally is like no soil there. So it's hard to grow things, but people have always lived there. How did they live without crops and stuff like that? Well, so like a lot of their diet is based on things that they can get around there. So fish, because they're surrounded by water, right? There are rabbits everywhere. <laughs> And goats, because goats will eat anything. Um, So they have, like, a lot of that. And then they import things like grain and whatnot so that they they make delicious bread and pasta and things like that. Um, And at one point, they used to trade things like fish and access to their amazing port in Valletta for soil. So they would literally trade people for soil so that they could put soil down on their 
rocks, essentially, so that they could then yeah. farm it. I mean, it's totally crazy. Yeah. But it's really, really pretty, and the weather is so nice and warm, mm-hmm. and the food's delicious, and the language that they speak, Maltese, is, like, super crazy. Like, it doesn't sound like anything I've ever heard. I mean, it sounds like words more than that, but it sounds pretty crazy. Have you ever been to that one place where instead of roads, it has channels and rivers like that? No, Venice. I've never been to Venice, Italy. I've been to a bunch of places in Italy, but I've never been to Venice, and I've always wanted to go. Yeah, I want to go to Venice, Italy. Venice is awesome. I've always wanted to go to Venice. Maybe we can go to Venice sometime together. Our last question will be, what are your thoughts on not being able to travel during the pandemic? Oh, that's such a hard question. Um, It's actually not a hard question. It's just a really hard answer. Well, you guys know I love to travel, right? I love going places and seeing people and meeting new people and experiencing new things. But I also love to go see you guys and grandma and grandpa and your mom and your dad and all of my friends that live in other places. So it's really, really hard. For me, it's like one of the worst things is thinking about how I can't travel. Because, you know, I used to get on airplanes all the time and fly places and come to visit you guys. And And not even think about it. Not even think about it. Exactly. So it's different. And so I really hope that we can get to a place where I can do that again. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast and talking to us. Oh, my God. With pleasure. It was such an honor. I am a huge TTM fan. I am also a huge fan of Bougie and DJ Crush and your producer, uh, Burris. Anytime, guys, whenever you want to chat, I'm here. Love you. We'll be back after a short break with our Uncle John. Welcome back to Two Tunes and a Microphone. This is segment two. In this segment, we will be interviewing uh, my Uncle John. Um, John, do you want to say hello? Hello. All right. So are you ready for the first question? I'm ready. Okay. So you read the first one. Can you give us your take on the Easter incident in D.C.? I would be happy to. So by way of background, um, my name is John Hirsch. I am married to Corey Garland. And I have known the little guys since they were born. Uh, the twins, that is. Um, they, we almost share a birthday, although they are one day ahead of me. So um, the great Easter incident of, was that, I think it was 16, but it, either way, um, I remember, well, so I listened to your version on the earlier podcast, and I thought, there are some details in there that are missing. So the most amazing thing about the whole thing was, well, first I guess I should start from the beginning. So we put you guys to sleep. You're in the uh, guest bedroom office, um, sleeping on an air mattress, got the sheets and everything. And then it's like two in the morning maybe. And um, I see a little Eamon in the bedroom. And he says, I threw up a little. 
and um, Coco immediately is like, oh, John, do you have this? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I get up and I go, look, and I would not characterize that as a little. I would say there was vomit everywhere. And what was incredible is that it was all over the bed. Somehow it did not get on Everett, even though it was like inches from him in every direction. So what was also amazing is that Everett was still sleeping. Everett had no idea this was happening. He was just dead to the world. Yeah. And then, and then like us, and then like Eamon or you woke me up because I couldn't sleep because you were going to clean it. Right. I woke you up and put you in the bed with Coco. And, um, (laughs) and then I think we cleaned Eamon up and got him into fresh jam jams. And then I put him in the bed and then I cleaned up and put the sheets in the washer. And by that point it was so late. And you guys are both sleeping in the bed that I normally sleep in, that I just slept <laughs> on the, on the air, air mattress, mattress without any sheets because I was exhausted. But <laughs> Easter Bunny still came the next day, so it all worked out. And that is my recollection of the great vomiting incident of Easter 2016. Okay. Next one. How many states have you been to? I have been to 47 states. Yeah, I, there's only three that I haven't been to. They are New Mexico, which I think I would absolutely love, Alaska, which I almost lived in at one time, and uh, North <laughs> Dakota. So those are the three that I haven't been to. I'd like to visit all of them. But, um, yeah, 47 out of 50. Um, all right. That, so it's a little uh, more than Coco. I think Coco went to, like, 42 or something. 42, like yeah. Yeah, Coco's missing right. a few good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know how many I've been to. I've been to 12, I believe. You guys have been to a good I've amount. Been, yeah. I've been to Missouri since I live in it. I've been to Florida. Florida? I've been to California. I've been to Illinois. I've New been to York. Indiana. Indiana. I've been... I've flown Ohio. across... Kansas. I've, I've flown across Kansas and something else. I mean, it still counts, but like... Well, you've and been to Michigan, and you've been to Rhode Island. Michigan, yeah, and Rhode Island. And, and then... State, which is not a state, but, you know. But but it's like... It's, it's, it's about, in, like, 14. It's, uh, and then... Colorado. Oh, yeah, of course. New York. I already said New York. Um... You guys came through Connecticut on the train up to Rhode Island. Yeah, Connecticut. I think I need a map to find all of them, but yeah, I've that's that's like a rough like number. Um, what national monuments have you been to? I think just all the ones in D.C. Yeah, I've lived in D.C. twice, so like mm-hmm. you know. Also, Arch. Yeah, is that a national monument? It might be. It is, I think. It's the tallest. No, because the national like, park is national like a national monument or national park thing. It's a national it's park tallest. is like a just really cool. An actual like it's like a big chunk of land that's like it's taller than saved the, from cutting for from like people cutting. It's down taller trees than the New York building. Do you the li- the it's um, taller. It's taller than the Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty and taller. this and um. 
the the Washington Monument. Well, the um, internet tells me there are 128 areas, protected areas in the United States, known as national monuments. So maybe I've been to more than I am aware of. Yes. Like, would you consider like Yellowstone being a national monument? I wouldn't, but like I would because it's, like, it's a national park because it's, it's like park. it's saved I mean, from people cutting down trees and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't Isn't think it? it's. It might have a monument in it, but I don't think so. I think it's just a national park. It's beautiful, though. Yeah. All right. Next, uh, Everett, what you say the next question? What's your favorite food from a different country? Oh, great question. Impossible to answer. Man, I've had some really, I've traveled a fair bit and had some really good food. Um, food in Morocco was amazing. Um, what specific food? There's a lot. Um, I guess. <laughs> so one thing that's kind of that a lot of people probably haven't had that I really like are these little street food things called Rolexes, like the watch, and you okay. eat them. Uh, they're from Uganda, so they're really um, not that expensive, um, uh-huh. and you know what, like, a French crepe is? Uh, no. It's like, it's like a, a kind of specific type of pancake, but um, mm-hmm. it's like a rolled-up bit of deliciousness um, that you buy on the street. It kind of looks like a, a small crepe. Those are really good. Um, Do you get them from, like, food stands? Yeah, kind of. Like, um, there's a big market there, and then there's, like, just places on the side of the road where, you know, you just stop and order them. Mm-hmm. But those are really good. Um, I had the very best Indian food of my life in all places on New Zealand, which is really good. Fish curry, delicious. I like the food in Botswana. It's a safety. All right. Uh, Wait, um, uh, can I say mine? Yes. My favorite is Greek food because I love hummus and pita. And, I, and I've and i tried, I can't remember their name. They're like these balls of like dough and yeah, falafel. I like falafel kind of. And also I like Chinese food because once I had the, this really good Chinese food. And, yeah. Yes. Um, actually... Mm-hmm. Now that I think of it, like I had some really, when I went to Jerusalem, I had some really good um, food there. Um, that was a good one too. And of course, like the food in France and Italy is just like outrageously delicious. So, oh, octopus. Really good octopus, octopus. in Portugal. Uh, next question. Um, what are good things and bad things about living in many different places? I think they're mostly good good things. So I just love to travel and, uh, you know, I've lived outside of the country a couple of times. I've lived in lots of different states and um, I just like living in different places. Um, I think it's interesting. I like meeting new people. I like seeing new things. I really have liked a lot of places that I've lived, but I'm always kind of like, I wouldn't be interesting to live somewhere else, like where it looks a lot different. Like Rhode Island, we live a mile from the ocean, which is amazing. But I also really like you know, places out in the 
um, American West where it's just like beautiful and open and mountainous and so yeah I guess my favorite thing is just seeing lots of different places and you know meeting new people and experiencing new things I guess the only bad thing is like sometimes like people don't like moving all that much um, because it's kind of a hassle and then it's like oh you gotta meet all new friends and get everything back to how I had it here, like, oh, where's the grocery store? Oh, where's the post office? Blah, blah, blah. But I don't really mind it. I like it. Some people are just, like, used to it now. And especially if they're, like, older, they can keep in touch with their old friends or, like, old or their people that they know uh, from, like, when they lived over there. Yeah, and sometimes they don't even move out of the state. They just move to, like, uh, a different street. But it's still kind of a hassle to get, like, the move boxes and set everything up in your new house. But I feel like you guys are, like, used to it now because you've moved so much. Yeah, I think also, like, you know, once you buy a house, you kind of feel, like, a little more settled. Or once you have, like, kids, yeah. you know, then mm-hmm. it's kind of hard because it's like, oh, you know, they like their school or they like their, their friends and and all that stuff. So it's easier sometimes if it's just like, you know, you or you and your partner to like just go and try something else. So what's the most interesting place you've ever been to? Wow. That is a really good question too. Um, Do you mean like outside of the United States? Uh, it can be anywhere. (sighs) Okay. I really, really liked visiting Sudan. Um, Khartoum, the city that I stayed in, was one of the most beautiful and interesting places I've ever been. Uh, And everyone is just so friendly, and they're just so happy to, like, tell you the history of the place. I mean, it's where the Nile comes together, you know, the Nile River that you read about. Um, it's just like you get to see the blue and the white Nile just in the middle of the city. And um, then I also got to go to the desert and see pyramids, and there was no one else there. So it's really pretty amazing. Um, Have you ever been to Egypt? I haven't. You know, Sudan is just south of Egypt, and um, oh. they the, there's actually people who – around the border you know it's kind of their you know they share a lot of common culture even though it's like northern sudan or southern egypt but um yeah a lot of shared history between those two countries i would probably go like like if i could go anywhere outside the united states i would go to uh like i would want to go to Canada. It's outside of the United States. It still counts. Like, yeah, it does. Canada's great. Remember, I I lived in Montreal, and that's my favorite North American city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, also I would f- want to go to Egypt. Yeah, cause Egypt. I wanna. Cool. I wanna see the Sphinx. Okay. The I have four. Um. The first one is uh, London, England, in Europe, Germany, 
um, I can't remember the name. I just talked about it, like, with Coco, like, a couple days ago. It's in Italy. It has the... Venice. Yeah, Venice. I want to go to Venice. And I want to go to China. Those are all the ones I want to go to. I've been to three of those places. I haven't been to China. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you've been to Venice? Yeah, Venice is neat. Although my favorite, um, I've been to Italy three times. My favorite Italian city, they're all so amazing. But um, I really like Florence. Um, but I think a lot of people, mm -hmm. Venice is so unique with the canals and everything. Um, it's definitely worth going to. Florence has got the rivers, but it also has the hills and the bridges. So um, I like that one too. So it's basically like Venice, but with like bridges and stuff like that. Yeah, a little bit. It's in a different terrain too, but. Um, what do you like most about traveling? Oh, well, it's just kind of like the whole experience, but um, I love getting excited for the trip. I love thinking about like the things I'm going to do. Um, I just like being in a different place and, um, you know, just kind of checking it out. You know, some people when they travel, they just want to go see like the big sites. Um, you know, oh, I'm in Rome. I have to go see the Colosseum or, you know, those sorts of things. And that stuff's really cool. And I enjoy it too. But my favorite thing is just like getting to a new place and then just walking around and just trying to figure like, you know, things out and talk to people. And, you know, lots of times people are pretty, like some of the places I've gone, I clearly look like I'm not from there and then I'm traveling yeah. and people are like really friendly and they just like want to know what you're doing there. And, um, you know, they'll tell you like fun stuff and where to get the best food or some interesting things that if you were just going to like the big places, um, you know, you might not have those interactions. So, um, yeah, I just like to go and walk around and just kind of be in a different place. I like, uh, I like like getting ready for the trip and having like all that excitement and being like, like when I, uh, get ready for our annual ski trip. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love skiing. Let's go. And uh, and w when I'm getting ready, I watch all these like skiing videos. And then after the trip, I stop watching skiing videos. And then I, I, I it's not that I like don't like them anymore. It's just like that's just what happens. And I'm like, oh my god, it's so exciting. And then when I get and then the plane ride's fun too. I like the plane ride. I really like the plane ride. The anticipation is always a lot of fun, where you're just kind of like yeah. getting everything together and thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And just getting like really excited for the trip. Really excited. Although, man, I don't always love the plane part so much. I've been on some <laughs> trips where like, I think the longest flight I've ever been on was 15 hours. And that's, that's about as long as I ever want to be on an airplane. Some of the times I've gone to South Africa, it's been like over 24 hours of travel just to get there. Because you're like flighting yeah. up. And then you have another 12-hour <laughs> flight. And it's just <laughs> brutal. Because you know I'm tall and then I can't sleep. And then I just get there and I'm kind of like, ah. That's but the worst it's like part. beautiful yeah. there. That's the worst part about going on an airplane. You like can't sleep. Like, it's not comfortable. 
Yeah, you know, it's just a big hassle, right? You get to the airport, you have to deal with all the security, uh, you have to get there super early, uh, they just pack you in like a sardine, and the food's not great, and you just kind of have to deal with it. But I, I actually like going to the airport. I don't know why. It's just like that feeling. It's probably because like one of the only times I get to go on an airplane is the ski trip. And like I love skiing again. So like I'm like, oh my gosh, let's go. <laughs> and, and it's just like fun for me because I almost never get to do it. Uh, but I do it every year um, for the ski trip. So yeah. And it's, like, totally worth it for, like, a 12-hour flight if you're going to, like, somewhere like New Zealand because it's, like, beautiful there. Okay. Um, well, thanks for for helping us do segment two of our episode. My pleasure, little guys. I really enjoyed the podcast, and I was really honored to be on it. So, you know, anytime. And I, I look forward to, uh, to more episodes. All right. So... Thank you for listening to the episode of Two Tunes and a Microphone. Um, but before we go, uh, we're going to say a random thought. Thank you for listening to Two Twins and a Microphone. You've worked so hard on this, and we're glad that you're here. This, this podcast is produced by Luke Duffy at Sound Cellar. We would like to thank Anchor, which is how we record and arrange our podcast. You can find our podcast at anchor.fm slash two twins. That's anchor.fm slash two twins. You can also find our podcast on Spotify by searching two twins and a microphone. If you like what you hear, make sure to follow us on Spotify and tell all your friends to listen to the podcast. We will be releasing episodes every Saturday, so don't forget to listen. Stay tuned for this episode's random thought. Thank you for listening, but uh, today's random thought is, um, what will it be like uh, after quarantine when we were going to be traveling on planes? Let's think about that.